When the prodigal son came home, they killed the fatted calf. For the father, it was the greatest day of his life, receiving his lost son back from the dead. For the younger son himself, it was the most incredible day of his life. He had only taken from the father. He should have expected only judgment and shaming, but now his father celebrates him all the more lavishly. It's an experience of incredible grace. For the village, this was an unforgettable party. I mean, meat was a delicacy, and the meat of a fatted calf would have fed hundreds. But there was one person who was not happy about this impromptu feast, and I'm not talking about the calf. Uh, The older son was furious. Notice how it is particularly the news of the calf that triggers his rage. Luke chapter 15 from verse 25. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your father has come, he replied, and your father... Uh, Your brother has come, rather, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. It's amazing here. The servant seems more in tune with the father's plans and doings than this son does. And when the son hears the father's heart for the prodigal, he is livid. He throws a very public and very embarrassing tantrum. The whole village was gathered to celebrate reconciliation, but now they witness a rift every bit as great as the prodigal's first departure. When the younger son left, he slipped away from home quietly, but on this day, the greatest day of his father's life, the elder boy shames him with an audience of hundreds. The guests would be thinking, this father has the two worst sons in Israel. One shames the family in the pigsty, the other shames the family in the backyard. But this father will again bear the shame of his sinful children. He had gone out to his younger son and reconciled him. And now in verse 28, he goes out again to the older son. He doesn't play favorites. He hasn't got a soft spot for the younger son's rebellious streak. He loves them both equally. So he pleads with the older brother. Verse 28, so his father went out to plead with him. You could even translate verse 28, he begged him, not just just pleading, begging, which is extraordinary because really, I mean, who wants this elder brother at the banquet anyway? Ask yourself this question, would the feast go better with or without this party pooper? Who wants him at the feast? Answer, the father does. The father really wants him there. And Jesus really wants slaves in heaven, religious types, the Pharisees. He really wants them in heaven. His heart is for sinners, yes, younger son types. His heart is also for slaves, older brother types. He would have them all if only they would come. So he begs him. He begs this boy. But the older son is having none of it. Verse 29. But he answered his father, look, dad. In fact, he doesn't just say dad, he just says, look, very, very rude. He says, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders, yet you never gave me so much as a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes, I don't know how he thinks he knows that, but he he seems to know that it's been prostitutes. I don't know if he knows that, but that's what he says. Your son has squandered your property with prostitutes. He comes home and you kill the fatted calf for him. Question, how does the older brother relate to his father? Answer, as a slave. 
as a good slave, an obedient slave, but a slave. And he can't help comparing the fatted calf to a notionally withheld young goat. What should we make about the young goat stuff? Well, we've already noted that back in verse 12, the older brother also got his share of the inheritance. The father's estate was on tap for the elder son. The father reminds him of this in verse 31. He says, everything I have is yours. Not just the young goat and not just a fatted calf. Everything has always been the older son's for the asking. But there's nothing that makes us think the elder brother ever asked for a young goat. If he had, he would surely have heard his father say, verse 32, everything I have is yours. But this older type, this older son, he's, he's not the celebrating type. And he's certainly not the asking type. He would rather scrimp and save and earn. The madness of this older son is that he would rather be a good slave than a beloved son. How far is this son from his father? The older son is also lost. He is as lost in the backyard as the younger son ever was in the pigsty. You see, the issue is not the wild living of the younger son, nor is it the faultless obedience of the older son. The issue is relationship with the father. One son prefers freedom and wild times, another prefers earning and respect, but neither son wanted the father. Both sought to use the father to get what they really wanted. And that's our real sin. So what about us? Do we find ourselves living out an elder brother kind of Christianity? Do we have subterranean anger, mostly dormant but liable to erupt when slighted? Do we find it difficult to celebrate? Is everything always unfair? Do we harbour a judgmental spirit? Do we constantly feel superior? Are we we always keeping score? Are we always pointing out to others our good performances? Are we always comparing ourselves? Do we feel God to be distant? Do we think of him as more of a slave driver than a father? If so, we need to remember how Jesus represents the father to us. He is not a grudging paymaster. He is the generous host of a banquet of grace. He is not a harsh slave driver. He is a running, hugging, kissing, robing, celebrating reconciler. He welcomes sinners and eats with them. Therefore, he refuses to deal with us on the basis of our moral record, whether bad or good. So forget your wild living and forget your faultless slaving. Forget what you did in the pigsty. And forget what you're always doing in the fields. Jesus summons younger brothers and elder brothers. And he says, even to us elder brother type Christians, he says to us, listen, lay down the shovel, lay down the slaving, come on home and join the joy. <laughs>